0: you're listening to real estate coffee talk i'm your host sarah hilton and this is your weekly live coffee date with the who's who from every corner of the real estate industry every week we're spotlighting stories that inspire and tips that empower so whether you're new to the game or a seasoned pro there's something for everyone now grab your mug and let's get into it all right so thank you everyone for coming to another episode of real estate Coffee talk. Help me welcome Melissa Merciano. This is her. Before I kind of get into our bio, fun fact, she and I went through all of elementary and junior high together back in New York. Yes. Um, reconnected probably on Facebook, um, I assume, right? And yeah. Probably. So one of those things, she ended up in LA, which is better than where I ended up, which is North Carolina. So. She- <laughs> no. Just living a beautiful life out there. So, uh, Melissa, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then uh, you know, just how what you're kind of doing right now as far as work.
1: Yeah. So, um, I'm based out in LA, and um, I've been sh- I'm a photographer for about eleven years, but six out of those years I've been shooting real estate. So I started like anyone else. I had my kid, and all of a sudden I was like, I want to take nice pictures of him and whatever. So I started, um, you know, learning photography, and then I um, decided that I want to be a newborn photographer. So I, you know, (laughs) I signed up with this company and I was in the hospital taking pictures of babies. And then um, after that didn't work out, you know, when you first start photography, you just kind of like dip your toe into different genres of photography. So um, I did that for a while. I did parties. And then I was like, wait, I'm doing pretty nice parties. Let me I think I'm going to be a wedding photographer, you know. So then I started learning all about weddings. And um, I remember I was second shooting with somebody. And um, so that just means like the assistant to the main photographer. Right. And he told me that I have to do the detail shots. Um, and I'm like, okay. So what that means is like I just do, you know, the rings, the shoes. And um, I remember I was doing um, the ring shots. And all of a sudden my hand was like shaking uncontrollably. I was just like, I couldn't stop it. You know, and it's just like, you know, everyone could see it. And the photographer comes over to me and he's like, Are you okay? And which makes it even worse, you know? And I was like, Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It took it to another level. I was I was so embarrassed, but I couldn't, I couldn't even, I couldn't hold the ring straight. Like it was, I was like petrified. I was so like nervous. And I was like, okay, this is something that, but that never happened to me on that level. Yeah. And um I was like, okay, this is just like a reaction to me being extremely nervous. Mm -hmm. And then um, it would be happening throughout, I never told anyone this story, so (laughs) you guys get the exclusive, but (laughs) um, um, my hands started shaking like out of, like I would be at dinner with my kids and my husband and I'm like, okay, I'm not nervous with them. What's going on, you know? And um, I started panicking because I was thinking, I took all these classes in photography. You know, when you're starting, to learn anything it takes so many hours you're we signing up for this course and that course and um I I was just like started panicking I was like what am I gonna do so I started researching like what what are some um like genres of photography that involve a tripod because I knew that because you know as a photographer you can't you can't have a shaky hand it needs to be right. straight <laughs> you need to be still um but and one of them was like you know, portraiture, real estate photography. I'm like, oh, okay, let me, let me look into this avenue. So I started joining some real estate groups and I'm like, oh wow, this is like, it's pretty interesting, like I could do this. Yeah. And um, I just like emailed the company, a real estate company, a real estate photography company. And I asked them like if they needed anybody and they are like, actually we're looking for somebody. So it was perfect. And then they started training me. But um, even on the tripod, even me pressing the finger my hands would be like this. Oh my and it, Yeah, it was like it was really bad. And then um I was telling the girl that I was working for. I'm like, I don't know what's happening, like I don't know, it's it's happening at all times of the day. I can't pinpoint what's triggering this. She's like, you need to go to the doctor. So I did all these tests or whatever, and everything came back normal. But they said that I have like essential tremors, which oh. just like come on, there's like no reason for it. Right. Um, but then they gave me a medication and it's been like thank god for that vacation because now i take it and it just takes it away and um but that's really what got me into shooting this but
0: yeah.
1: i stuck with it because i really loved it like I, I joined the photography groups and um i you know in the beginning just like when you're learning anything it seems so overwhelming all these different like term the terminology because even though you're shooting um one thing, it doesn't mean you can, It's translate
0: to, to you know, all the other areas. Right, right. Um, I would imagine <laughs> it's very different from like, I, I could never, I can't take like high pressure jobs, but I imagine like wedding photography is just like a one, you have one chance. Exactly. Write. And some of these brides are like crazy and then you have their families. Like I couldn't take the pressure of that. Yeah. Do find one is... Like more enjoyable than the other because of that, or did you, did you like? Working? Oh yeah,
1: I I love shooting homes way better. Um, yeah. You know, you don't have to do. I, I feel like women who are so critical on ourselves. So yeah. teachers especially on that day, it, it could be a lot. And just like yeah, <laughs> I just lo- I love shooting homes. It's a it's a different type of stress. Obviously, in the beginning, I remember being really nervous. You know, even though it's. I know it's just it's a to sell a house, but it's still you still want to make a good impression you know yeah, <laughs> you yeah. still want to know what you're doing but of course, just like with anything the more you do it and you get more comfortable
0: so that's well, and it's true I'm an like from my experience with hiring um photographers like I guess maybe my thought was you know at at first like okay a, a dime a dozen I'll just take who the cheapest one is at first because you're just like, how hard can it be you know yeah, exactly if you need someone to smile or whatever. But man, I learned quickly, right that there are really crummy photographers out there. and then there are ones who really I, I don't know if you saw the email I sent out to um, to talk about this show, but yeah, how I know I have a good photographer is when I get their pictures done and then the seller gets their pictures back and they're like, oh my gosh, I almost don't want to leave. like I, know. I love my house now and I'm like, I know, I'm like, I love that. that's a that's a great photographer, right? And those are the people yeah. you call, kind of time and time again. What are some of the things like when you're out on these jobs, do you see any like common um, mistakes or common things that you wish realtors or homeowners knew before they started getting their home ready to to get, I don't want to say get shot, get. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I think, I mean, it also starts with the photographer. I don't know if, the photographers that you work with, but I think it's good for the photographer to give you like a shop, um, like a checklist of things to do to give the client. I know that you can do that. And then sometimes it just not be done. So I know that, um, like agents will do their best and there's just so much that you can do. Um, but really being able to like take out the clutter and like, um, making sure that everything is like really groomed and, um, just kind of having that prepared beforehand because sometimes I'll come in and some agents will leave it to me to kind of like do the yeah well yeah not only that but like to tell them like okay like tell my client like around or like it it just puts me in an uncomfortable position because sometimes it's like what do I start like there's so much to get rid of (laughs) and in the beginning like I used to be I used to be crazy in the beginning like I used to are we taking photos while cleaning their house. Like it, it was too much. And <laughs> the person I was working for, she's like, you can't do that. Like,
0: I know. Um, especially,
1: especially your real
0: estate. Where, yeah. Or I've seen like uh, people where I have found it difficult is like, if I have a seller who has a tenant inside and yes. so I'm trying to tell the seller to tell the tenant to do this. And then the yeah, tenant yeah. usually not super happy about having right. a leave. So we had one, a few months ago where the guy had like towels hung like over the shower bar. He had stuff all over the bed. And the photographer came and I was like, listen, I yeah, that's just shoot. I, I told him what to yeah. do. It is what it is. Like, I'm not gonna guide this guy through every room. Right. right. <laughs> you can't he did a pretty good job considering what he had to work with. Um, but yeah, that's kind of always what I wonder, like how. What are because I think most photographers are nice or I don't know how it is in California but here for the most part I never really meet the photographer out the mm-hmm. photographer will like meet the seller so I always wonder you know how does that work when one of them is not prepared so you just kind of like shoot what you have to work with
1: yeah and and I will do like minimal stuff that like okay. I, I just can't see like if there's <laughs> like dirty dishes or like, just like yeah. obvious things Sometimes I'm just like, did they not know I was coming? Like I'm confused. Like <laughs> Or they'll be like, um, okay, like just let me know if you want me to move anything. And it's at that point, it's too much. Yeah. yeah. Especially with real estate photographers, they they work off of like quantity, you know, like they have yeah. a lot in a day and they can't
0: in and out. Yeah, yeah,
1: but but I do my best obviously to make sure like the toilet paper is rolled, the seat is down,
0: yeah, which is yeah. a lot more than some photographers do. So it, yeah, it drives me crazy when I've gotten stuff back from photographers and they've put uh, you know, they've not done the bare minimum like that, it's right? It's like the toilet was up or they left garbage, or like one thing that drives me nuts is they leave the garbage can like on the exterior, let's say it's garbage day and they have the garbage can there. And I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Move that. Now I got to figure a way to like remove it. So once you find like a good one, you know, yeah. it's, worth, it's worth staying with them.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think it's definitely like a balance of like, I'm going to do my part as long as like they show some effort also, <laughs> you know, yeah, like exactly. both, you
0: know, both of us. <laughs> it's, a, it's definitely a team effort. So yeah. um, what do you kind of like love most about doing like what aspects of the job do you really love? especially in comparison to sh- like shooting people or phot- yeah well people.
1: i i'm also doing like interior photography working with interior designers and contractors yeah. and it's so different because that's such a slow paced thing like you yeah. could take a couple hours just in one room and it's just in that alone could be really frustrating you know turning like one little candle this way or you know that stuff can yeah. drive me crazy and I don't know. I I like, I like things to be fast. So I, I, yeah, I, I really do enjoy that. With yeah. interior photography, obviously you get nicer houses and then, like there's different things to that too. You could be a little bit more creative.
0: Yeah. Um, but, um, Did you say that you did, um, like, I I could be thinking things, but were you doing yeah. some sort of like location photo? cause obviously in LA yeah. you're going to have a lot of places, right? So you go in and you do photographs like for, what is it like for production companies and stuff?
1: Yeah. So um, we are kind of like the middle man between the production company and the homeowner. Um, so the good thing with this type of photography is, you know, you can do a lot of different things like real estate, you can do interior again, even though they're very different and you have to <laughs> know, yeah. you know, there's different types of lenses for each of them. But um, I always feel like real estate is kind of like the gateway into different type of things um but um for production the the things i shoot for production i shoot just like i would shoot real estate so you know i go in, i shoot it and then we put it on a website and production companies go and they look through the through the catalog and then
0: so it's kind of like an airbnb for like production companies like they go see what they oh that is yeah i mean yes so charlotte is definitely not anywhere close obviously to la in terms of production but they have their own. Cute little, yeah. Like it, it's getting bigger, so that's a cool um, thing to know. Only because, um, you know, obviously, like people in this group, they're mostly realtors and stuff. But because of the way lately, like the market has changed a lot, I've been seeing a lot of people now looking for ways to either, um, like I guess, build build or or pad their income with side mm-hmm. jobs or mm-hmm. build a side hustle together, right? So. Like when you were at your journey, kind of what would you cause because I love what you said about real estate can be a gateway, right? Cause
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't like practice so much real estate, like selling and buying too much anymore. Cause this part has taken over, right? But yeah. um I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I got into it because it is a gateway for so many different careers. Of course, you can go and you can make a ton of money. helping people buy and sell homes but then there are all these other like aspects you can go into i have a friend who built a really successful transaction management business i know people who are doing photography and all this so like for photography where where, what do you think people where do you think they can like start let's say if they wanted to build a business or start getting for realtors yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i
1: I mean i think i always hear a lot of Realtors say that you know they try to in the beginning and the thing is there's so much with photography and I know you guys are not thinking it's like simple but like mm-hmm. once you really get into it it's so much of like you know importing downloading then picking the pictures and all that stuff takes so much time um but if you have the time and somebody's yeah. interested in it then yeah go ahead. Um, I think it's important to learn about um, composition. Um, so I was in Israel last year and um, I didn't have my camera with me but our friends wanted me not our friends my, my husband's cousin wanted mm-hmm. me to um, take pictures of the, the house because they were going to rent it and I did mm-hmm. it with my iPhone I'm not saying yeah. <laughs> real estate with your iPhone but what I'm gonna say is since I know I knew the rules of composition it was easier for me to get the shots and mm-hmm. and be able to you know um, create, Pretty good images.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: I think just like having like the basics of composition and knowing um, the areas of where to shoot. Um, This, the lens that I use, you should go with a wide lens. So I use a 16 to 35, mainly shooting on 16 for real estate.
0: Um,
1: And you probably don't want to go anything wider than that because then you're going to just, you're going to have a lot of distortion in your images. And you know, you want to sell the house and show it how it is. So you don't want to like make it look like that fish lens look. Like
0: on Yeah. Yeah. Do your kids do the 0.5? That's like the big thing out here. They, they, on the oh, iPhone, no. They take, a, so on the iPhone, there's like a setting where you do 0.5. And yeah. The teenagers just go ask your boys about it because they're at yeah. that age but they go around they take a picture like of the top of like your head and you're it makes you just look <laughs> like a giant bubble head they, they have so many pictures of me like this but it is it's like that that like fish lens uh yeah look to it and, and you know what's crazy to me i've seen okay so i guess oh. i guess people sorry I to turn off do not disturb on here okay so i like want you to give your professional opinion on this even though I know what it's going to be I would say like hey if you get a listing and you're charging someone x amount of dollars I personally am I want them to feel like they got the most bang for their buck and that's that's giving them the best of the best right so I'm going to hire the photographer I know it's going to kill it I'm going to hide you know all throughout the transaction but specifically with photography because to me that's even more important than the um then the listing description, all stuff is like, how does your house present? Because that's that's what gets people in the door, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: so to me, you know, average photographer here for like basic photography on a, you know, standard three to four bedroom house is probably around 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. But usually I pay extra for like the drone and a lot of times the walkthrough yeah. and, and all this stuff. I'd rather spend four to 500 bucks for them to be super impressed than to go in there with my phone Unless you know, maybe you know if you're really good at iPhone photography, whatever. But <laughs> I've seen it more and more where people are just going into, and it's not just um, low price houses. It's it's that mid here. The yeah. average is like four hundred. It's that four, six, seven, and I'm like, how do you? just- That's what a
1: lot of the real estate photographers are like. Look at the
0: price of the the house. Like, how are you? Why are you fighting me over like fifty dollars? <laughs> I don't. And to me, it's an investment to the sale. and it, it. I've so in our in our like local real estate groups, I've seen people. Of course, now because the market's slowing, and yeah. there was one recently, and she was like, "Hey, does you know? Can you guys look at this and just let me know why it's not selling? It seems like it's on at you know it's priced where it should be. It had a little bit of paint that could probably be changed." But that was it. The house was pretty new. It's a nice house, but it was so obvious before you before you even looked at the quality of the photo. It was so obvious it was the iPhone because the dimensions were wrong. Because if you take it from your phone, it's like a wide, I don't know what the photographer yeah. is. It's a wider photo. Um, mm-hmm. Instagram has kind of like that four to I mean, I'm sorry, iPhones have like that four to five, whatever it's called, dimension. Ratio? Yes. Yeah. Ratio. Yeah, it was it was just off. Not to mention the pictures were. Kind of grainy kind of dark um and i was like all these people were saying hire a photographer this was like a five maybe between five and six hundred thousand hire a photographer this is even even on a three percent commission it's still a small percentage of your commission this house probably would have been sold but now you have people looking on zillow their eyes are automatically drawn to beautiful photography I mean this is the world where we're on Instagram these Mm -hmm. are things I grab if they if I see something that looks dingy from a picture it may be beautiful in person but most likely I'm not going to go see it right or I had I had this uh listing appointment I went on not too long ago she didn't hire me because because she had a connection with somebody else I was like whatever um but anyway she was telling me they had, her parents were trying to sell their 1.2 million house. And over here, I know, I know like a one bedroom condo by you is 1.2 million, but over here, it was, ridiculous. it was like, um, it was like a beautiful house on this lake. Um, it was custom built. It had a, like a mother-in-law type of house in the back, like uh-huh. beautiful property. So $1.2 million, the agent, I, as soon as I pulled up on Zillow, so it was iPhone pictures. And I was like, what in the world? Why? And she was a newer agent. Like, if me, I would have been selling my left toe to pay for photography. And do do you find that that's big, even in your market, where there's more, much higher end homes? Do people still try to do that?
1: Yeah. I mean, not like I haven't come across that. But since I'm part of all these groups, I have seen people say that. Yeah. Um, and I guess since there's such low inventory, they just think that I could just put up whatever and it's going to sell. 100%. Um, but yeah. But still it's disappointing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Me, I just don't know how you go. And then you go to the next seller and you're like, look at my marketing. And, and when they pull up homes that you've, um, yeah, visited, that's true. Yeah. It's like, I would want to show the best of the best. Mm-hmm. So,
1: and also like the views, like obviously depending on the type the time of day but sometimes it's so you have to make the room so um you have to put the exposure so high and then yeah. you're going to lose the views so if you don't know how to do that with bracketing or a flash then you're going to you're going to lose those views and that's kind of what you're trying to sell like
0: that's right. why the
1: person's getting the house so
0: i didn't even think of that see like i don't know about bracketing so <laughs> just
1: so, so the things i would suggest like learning about for real estate, for sure, is bracketing, um, which is HDR. That's like the name for it. Oh, okay. um, a tripod, because you're going to have to shoot on very um, slow shutter speeds. So yeah. you can't have shake. Like,
0: yeah,
1: if you can't have that. You have to be so a tripod is kind of like a must oh, well. um, and learning about composition of like where you're supposed to stand and um, how much of the room you, you want to show and what's too much and, and stuff like that
0: yeah okay that's cool have you seen because i've been telling local uh just because i'm on the marketing side of things right so i've been telling like local photographers here or like like they're like photography companies that they have multiple photographers working under them yeah. and i've been telling them like hey you guys should put into your package be- okay because a lot of my agents that are my marketing clients they'll get their photos back beautiful photos but they're all landscape. So then when we try to like put them on Instagram and stuff, they're just it's hard to kind of crop. Then you only get like this tiny little part of the house. Oh yeah. So I've been telling like photographers like maybe you should do it. And one of the bigger ones here, it's called WoW Video Tours. They had started added adding that on as an option where they're yeah. doing um, they're doing all the regular, you know, photos for Zillow and the MLS, but then they're adding an option for vertical Social media. Yeah, like vertical photos and vertical videos or walkthroughs. Yeah, are okay. you guys doing a lot of that where you are? Or, you know, because I know a very yeah. market. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's
1: always like an add-on.
0: That's always an add-on. Oh, like, yeah. I should know California would be ahead of us. I <laughs> know. Uh, <laughs> but it was like, it started to drive me crazy because I'm like, these are beautiful photos. But then yeah. when I, you know, like Instagram has a way you can scale it real quick. So Sometimes it works, or I can get like a portion of the room, but it just doesn't do it like the right justice. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, of course, getting agents to add that on is a whole thing. I'm sure add on, yeah, price. exactly. But I'm like, this is if you can have this as a real now, you have this whole other audience of people you can quickly show it to. You mm-hmm. know, also your photographers visit, and yeah. so and even
1: staging. Like, do you guys do a lot of like staging in the like this, vacant
0: homes? So they. Uh, I would say it's like half and half. It depends here. I see it more in like the look, lu- you know, getting into that luxury type oh, okay. of point or sometimes like a lot of people who are investors. So they're either buying and flipping homes or they're building homes from the ground up. I'll yeah. see that make use of staging. What are, what are your thoughts on that kind of when you're in the. Photography I
1: mean, process. I really love it because it, it just shows like, the space better. Like when you're just looking at a photo of just like an empty room, it's it's really yes. hard to see like how much space is really in there. If you right. have like a bed, you can kind of like get a, g- a gist of it. Right. Obviously I know when you go there, the stuff is not going to be there. Virtually stage, yeah. I should say, yeah, virtually. Stage. I know they have both. So they have virtually stage and, and stage. I think both are great. Yeah. Um, But at, for, at least virtually stage so that you can at really kind of picture yourself. Yeah.
0: It does do, it does make a difference. I even did one where it was like an older home, but like cute brick in a, like a more established neighborhood. But now the big thing is here is everyone is painting, not everyone, but it's a, it's a trend Like people are painting their brick white and then they're like, mm-hmm. the, like the little things around the window is black. And so everything looks like it, it, it makes a huge difference, right? It just looks so modern. So I had this house, it was brick. We were having a little bit of trouble moving it. And I asked the photographer, hey, can you do like a quick edit on this to make it to make the brick look white and make the little window things look black, you know, kind of like the modern thing and then do a virtual staging inside of it. And he did it all. And it made right when i change it in the mls and i of course i put the note like this is what it could look like <laughs> you know oh, okay yeah we yeah. immediately started getting way more views i scheduled showings that weekend and by the next week it was sold and i think okay. sometimes yeah yeah if you don't have a creative visualizing writer, it mm-hmm. yeah if you can't um like i love the design all the just des- i want to know a little bit more about that but the designers work of, i love seeing people's designs but i'm bad at like putting stuff in my house. Me I'm
1: too.
0: so bad at it. I just want to hire someone and be like, everyone you have this picture, please put it up in my house. Like,
1: I know. I always say that I'm like, I could take a pretty picture, but I don't know how this came together. <laughs> um, and also for those shoots you have, like, sometimes they'll get a stylist. So, and that's, oh. that's like the best. Cause then they can be working on that. The designer could be working just seeing the full picture and I could be doing my job of taking the picture, but Obviously, not everybody has that type of budget, but. Right, right. Um,
0: so what are you doing for the um, interior design? Like, what's the purpose of those roles? Are they for the interior designer or like?
1: Yeah, it's for the interior designer, um, sometimes for the contractor, sometimes they work together. Um, yeah. So I will, you know, sell a license to the contractor as well as selling a license to the designer. Um, but yeah, it's just for their, for their social media to show their work. Um, yeah. I love
0: that. So then, there's. Yeah. So me I mean, I'm. I'm definitely thinking too of all the. Uh, yeah. Oh, there's yeah.
1: so many things like the <laughs> the, the faucet work. company, the cabinet company. They can all license those photos from you. Um, and it's it's yeah, it's really cool. Like when you really can get into it. Um, there's really? I know the wallpaper company. Um, guy hired me to take pictures of like a living room, and then the designer. From that one it's just like builds on it so
0: it's yeah because cool. everyone wants to use the vendor that the other person's using it all kind of comes together
1: it gets a little tricky with um social media and people um, um i mean yeah like i get it like it's and if you don't really know about
0: it it's you know you Well, i'm so glad you brought that up because here's my thing when i when i have like i think uh, and tell me if i'm wrong i mm-hmm. think so when I, I have agents, right. They'll just forward me the, um, whatever, you know, however their photos came through. It's like pixie set or however, mm-hmm. them, right. I was under the assumption that, that, that they have automatic rights to them, but I, from a photographer's perspective, when we post those things, should we give the, the photographers credit? No, so it's not really about
1: credit. it's not really about credit, but it's about reaching out to that photographer and letting them know. I know it's it sucks because they're probably gonna charge you for a, a licensing fee. Right. Um, but people explain it like this: it's kind of like Photoshop, you know, you're buying the license, you don't own it, and so you can't right. just like give it to somebody else. Right. Um, and the reason why you don't want to do that is because not everybody, but there, there can be some photographers that can go after you for yeah, what is it like copyright infringement
0: yeah because in my my company we had we had um you know paid subscriptions to the um stock photo sites and we at that point i was posting like 80 posts a week right so a lot of we're using a lot of these photos but some guy sent us a lawsuit for copyright infringement like two years after this photo was posted luckily Mm -hmm. I was able to track down the license, we sent it to them, whatever it was taken care of. But it it freaked me out at first because mm-hmm. I've seen I, you know people in all sorts of business, but I've seen a lot of realtors that they're just looking on Google for a photo and they'll just grab it and put it on their yeah. social media and stuff. And you probably yes. think, Oh, no one's no one's ever gonna notice that yeah. they do. I mean, that's <laughs> so for $25,000. You know what I mean? Mm So you have nothing to stand on. And there a million free stock photos. I'm always telling people use, if you need stock photography, you need to be cheap, go to these sites, Yeah, you know, from there. So when you do real estate photography, right, does that client, when you send it, do, do they have, does that act as the license for them to use it? The fact that they hired you and you gave it to them? Or well,
1: there's usually like a contract. I mean, obviously, all photographers work differently, but yeah. usually there's like a contract in the very beginning, and it's just like one contract until you know it expires when you say that it right. expires. But right. usually, in that contract, it says that um, the images are no longer you, you can't post it after the house sells. Uh, usually,
0: yes. Obviously, okay.
1: again, you just got to check with your photographer and see what they're right. okay with. Okay. Um, but for the most part, it's just you not giving it to anybody else, and especially companies that can profit off of it. Oh, A lot gosh. of people in the interior design photography world get really upset because there's big companies that they have the money to pay the license licensing fee yeah. and they're putting it on their website. I'm not talking about little people, I'm talking about like, you know, like Delta. <laughs> yeah. I'm not let I me mean, not <laughs> but like the- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just using that as an example, but not like
0: Smelter Faucet.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh like companies that you would just never think would do something like that. Right. Um. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I've done it before. One time, I I posted. It was like on my like I probably have like ten people following my Instagram page of like my write writing Melissa writes or whatever. Right. Oh. And I think like I copied somebody's mug. I thought it was so cute, and I like. I credited her, but
0: she's like, she's like, you're a photographer. Like that's my work. I took a picture of that and I was so embarrassed, but like, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, exactly. I I think a lot of people just don't know. I know a big beef I've seen here is like when a, when a realtor will pay for listing photos, right. Mm -hmm. Then they'll close the house, whatever. The next realtor that goes to sell it, they'll just (laughs) take those people's photos And post it as their own. Same thing. I'm like, why would you not spend uh, another couple of hundred dollars? But, you know, there's cheap people everywhere. And (laughs) not only does it make the realtor mad, but they don't realize, or maybe they do realize, but um, they don't realize that the copyright that photographer had was between them, or the the contract, I should say, was between them and the realtor, not -hmm. this other realtor, and definitely not to be used two years later. So, like but it's got to be hard as a photographer because you'll be playing whack-a-mole trying to find out
1: that's what it is yeah yeah um, that's right. what it is so it's kind of it's it's really tricky especially since social media since you could just like take the picture and, and the just screenshot everything. Oh and social God. media is has a heavier weight than websites these days so right. it's not like they're like oh we're not putting it in our website but look how many you know clips yeah, that yeah, you well, got well, from this yeah. <laughs> and who knows yeah, and you have like you're selling like the shopping sign yeah. next to the closet and everything. No one can know how many sales you got from that one picture.
0: I know. Um, so what is the right? So let's say if you have a photograph, I mean a photograph that yeah. someone wants, because I've seen this too on social media. I know I'm down the rabbit hole now, but I'm genuinely. Mm-hmm. Curious. For example, like I follow an interior designer. She posts pictures of like all these beautiful houses that she hasn't designed, right? So then in the image, I mean, I'm sorry, in the caption, she'll be like, kitchen credit, this person, this credit, this person. Is that the right way? Or do you think she? Okay,
1: it's it's really not the right way. Um, A lot of people do that. And if, I mean, most like professional working photographers, obviously, it's also the same thing. They can't, they can't keep track of them. There's so many, there are some um, companies that or like some softwares that look for these things for you, yeah. a fee for that. Um, but it's like a, it's like a complaint, like all the time. Like we're just like, how how are we like keeping track of all of this? And it's too much. And a lot of times people don't respect that. And again, sometimes it's just they don't know. Just like the, like I used to think, of like okay, you just credit them. Like I credited them. It's not like, <laughs> but um, especially on design, especially on designers, things because when you're just like looking like that, you can mistake it as their work um, yes. and I get that they they like that work they're admiring that work but it's still I know for a lot of photographers don't like I mean that for sure is not the way anytime you get any type of photos you just have to reach out to the photographer just to cover your own self
0: right you
1: know I mean if you can have celebrities take getting their pictures taken and them getting sued for using I mean it sounds crazy but like yeah. they can't even use their own images of them <laughs> from photographers because those big photographers they make money off of them and
0: yeah they know their work and it's always yeah. like I, I tell people when i take them on as marketing clients and i see them using like these google photos and stuff i'm like hey it can you can get away with it 99 times yeah right. one hundred time if you know so i feel like i try to be so i'm glad i asked that because i think i've done little things on social media where for like my real estate clients where i'll grab photos from like Uh, better homes and gardens or like all the like pinterest basically where it's like which fall porch do you like better yeah now i'm cringing because (laughs) the photos i've given them given them credit like oh this this design was from whatever but now i realize that probably isn't the right way to do it so i'm glad i asked no i mean like i said
1: most of the times it is innocent like i would have never thought about that either especially like you think like oh well that's like this guy, he's like, I created that table. Like it's my work, right? but um, some guy, he made a example and he was like, just because you take a picture of like a Coke can, Coke doesn't have the right to take that photo and make like a billboard out of it. They can't right. just because it's their Coke. Yeah. It's, it's the same type of thing.
0: Yeah. Even when you see those like um, videos where people are using big names like in their video and somehow it goes viral. I've seen those companies. They still have to ask someone, "Hey, can I license your video, even if you're using?" Oh, Q- right, right, yeah. To, to favorite. yeah. So, oh man, so that's a good thing. So, yeah, for every are out there, reach mm-hmm. your photographer. That's yeah, all. check with them. Play a photographer. Yes, respect your photographer's work. This the same way because hey, we work in a business where we want other realtors to respect our agency, right? With other people. So we should be respecting the vendors that work for us. Just tell me a little bit about you as like, in like your entrepreneurial journey, because I love watching people like you, (laughs) because you kind of like started one thing. I remember when you did like the childbirth photography (laughs) um, all the way. Oh my gosh. And I can't. That's
1: what I was telling you. I was just like dipping my feet into different things. And um, that situation with my hand, Led me to here yeah. but now that I'm here, like I, I love shooting houses, and it's just, um, I love hearing you know different people's stories of you know why they're moving out of a house, why they love the house. And mm-hmm. a lot of the times, sometimes you know, you can be desensitized, especially since you're going into people's houses all the time, you're just like mm-hmm. in and out, but you forget that like homes hold so much memories and stories. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I'm not there every single time being like, Tell me your life story, but. Yeah sometimes naturally it just comes yeah. up and I kind of like feel out the person. Some people don't want to talk and that's yeah. fine with me. I'm, I'm not like yeah. much of a talker, <laughs> but like, you know, it's just like, you know, where are you moving to short, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, just like small talk that, and small those, talk, yeah. that's kind of like the, the thing, you know, same on like the real estate sales side of it. It's like, I think that's why people, get in it or what keeps them going because you know houses just become like a commodity you're just turning them out but then once like one of my favorite um stories was this um older lady who she was like i had her son was a parent of my son's friends like so i had sold them a couple houses and they sent me their mom and i was so like when people ask you to help their mom it's it's meaningful to me so i'm like oh my gosh you could have chosen a bunch of people Um, to take care of your mom. Like that's a big deal, Mm -hmm. but yes, me. And it was so like, listen, by the, by the, when she went on to contract, we were all crying. Like I'm just (laughs) because she had raised her kids and she had like gotten married. I think when they, they bought the house, they had just been married and maybe they had one kid and they had raised all three of their kids in this house. Their kids were all grown, like probably in their forties. Her husband had just passed a couple of years ago. And she just really couldn't keep up with it anymore. Mm-hmm. And she was, she was excited about the new place she was going. It's like a cool new community, 55 plus. She was about to go and live it up, but saying goodbye to those, like packing up those memories. And I remember mm-hmm. like some college kids were buying it <laughs> as an investment property. So it, it just, she was like, she wants, she really just wanted to go to another family. Yes. But, you know, at that time, investors were buying up everything, and so she was just like, a "bunch of college kids are gonna come in." <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. But yeah, I was like, man, I, I was in the same yeah. house with my own two kids for ten years, and we still, and it was a little townhouse, and we still drive by it all the time, like mm-hmm. memories there. And I'm going to buy that house back, and um, but yeah, like hearing people's stories is mm-hmm. such like part of the job like what makes a house a home is so like uh. mm-hmm. and there's too-
1: like happy things there's like sad things when people are like going through nope. the divorce and you see like the kids' rooms and stuff and oh you just wonder like what's going on and um you can feel the tension in the house that's really sad. Um and then there's just times where just like they've grown up and they just like you said like they can't they can't take they don't need four bedrooms anymore. They don't need five bedrooms anymore. They're just like oh, it's just yeah. us. But you still see like Feel like bittersweet, like the memories of their their life there. Yeah. So yeah, I always feel like when I come, it's always like it sets in for them. Like when the first yeah. comes, they're like, "Oh, this
0: is this is happening," it's you know? Really happening. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of how it was when I sold my my townhouse. Like it was the first house I bought. Same thing. I I had my well, I moved in. My daughter was like a baby, but you know, I went through a divorce there. Then I had the that was single parent all the time. It's like good times and bad times, uh-huh. but. I was, you know, the kids have to, be, I don't know. It's just every time we drive back, I'm like, when, sh- when that lady puts it up for sale, I'm buying it. Back. Um, okay, cool. So so basically you're going to stay in real estate photography. You see yourself kind of growing. Yeah, business. like in the
1: different avenues, like into, interior yeah. design. I think I'm just like going to be bouncing back because I do like, I, I like the fast pace of real estate a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I like interior design and there's so it's
0: much right, to learn no, over there. Don't slow. I don't know how the market is. Yeah. But when it slows down, then you have this other stuff. Exactly. So that's Mm -hmm. so cool. Okay. So Melissa, tell them really quickly where they can follow you. And then um, we'll do some rapid fire questions.
1: Okay. Um, You guys can follow me on Instagram, um, Melissa Marciano Photography. And the same thing as... That's my website, Melissa Marciano Photography. It hasn't been updated in a while. Sorry, don't
0: kill me. So, yes, follow Melissa. So, Melissa, a couple of things. Um, coffee or tea? Tea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a coffee person.
0: Tea, uh, books or podcasts? Ooh,
1: podcasts.
0: I know you like I them. would like
1: it to be books, but I just consume a lot more You
0: read podcasts. a lot. You read a lot of books, though. I'm always like, I want to be like Melissa. <laughs> Okay. No. Like, no, This okay.
1: year I've been really slow, so that's why oh, I'm like, I
0: gotta get up on my real estate. <laughs> All right, and then like TV or Netflix, or neither. Um, probably Netflix, I guess. Neither. Okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, and this is a hard one. Okay.
1: East coast, East coast or west coast? <sighs> East coast. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> No, 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 East Coast in my heart. I would, I wouldn't want to live. Yeah. I wouldn't
0: want to live there anymore. Yes. <laughs> I, I love my West Coast, but um, but yeah. East Coast is home. It's, yeah, it's home. Yes. Every time, whenever I'm like, oh god, I miss it so much, and then I go back, and then like day yeah. one and two, I'm like, I love it. I need to move back here, and then I'm like, yeah, hey, you yeah, just yeah. need a little taste of it, and then. Yes. <laughs> ever <laughs> do that time. so oh my gosh well thank you seriously so much for coming i really 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 appreciate it yeah, um thanks if for you're having in the me. la area look her up for your real estate photography she will do i'm telling you her stuff is beautiful and then follow her on her instagram so you can see she has a lot of like interior design work and her pictures are chef's <laughs> guest <disgusting>. all right <laughs> all I'll right you thank later. you bye Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Real Estate Coffee Talk. If you enjoyed it, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps. If you'd like to be featured on the show, you can get that information right in the show notes. Be sure to tune in next week for another new episode. And until then, keep your dreams big and your mugs full. See you next week.